You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. October 12, 2020, live from Fisher Commons, Trinity Junior High and High School, part of the Trinity Catholic School System here in Dickinson, North Dakota. I'm your host, principal of the high school, Father Craig Holkalter, uh, along with Mike Kudrowski. Mike, I love shows like this. The topics are so varied. We're going to completely change things up here in a, in a matter of seconds. Uh, but it can kind of consume you with the political scene. Indeed. Indeed. It, uh, we, we are in the season, uh, uh, Father. And uh, what a great interview you had with Christopher Dotson. Mm. Uh, it was, uh, uh, you know, he's been doing this for 25 years. So much wisdom. And we are so very blessed to have him continuing to, to lead uh, that ministry. He has so much wisdom. You can tell he has two and a half decades of, of experience. And I, I love interviewing him because there's always some little nugget I write down for my own life as a priest trying to make some sort of difference. And speaking of loving interviews, look who we have here, Father Holcalter. Yes, we have two great uh, interviewees, two great guests. Mrs. Deanne Sheeler is with us, Director of Mission Advancement of Trinity Catholic Schools, and Mrs. Susie Sobolak. Uh, she is a fall gala volunteer. We're going to talk about that topic, the fall gala, in just a matter of seconds. But uh, Susie Soblick not only is a volunteer for the fall gala, uh, but then by nightfall she becomes a mom. And, um, and then when the bat light goes on, she becomes a city commissioner of the city of Dickinson. <laughs> Good morning, Susie and Deanne. How are you both? Good morning. Good morning. I <laughs> uh, just wanted to give some inspiration. That's a big word this morning to you, Susie. Uh, and Deanne's with us here in the Fisher Commons. So let's start with you, uh, Mr. Sheeler, Director of Mission Advancement. We are, uh, speaking of decades, we're approaching the 20th uh, Trinity Catholic Schools Fall Gala this Saturday. Uh, thank you both for being with us. Um, can you tell us about the upcoming gala? First off, uh, I don't want to talk about COVID yet. So, brief history. Can we go? Can we start with chapters one and two with you, Deanne? Talk to us about the Fall Gala. How did it start and its purpose? What What is it about? Sure. Well, the Fall Gala originated as a very small event um, by Sister Dorothy Zeller. She started the event 20 years ago. This will be our tw- our 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary. Yes. Um, I was in college back then, so <laughs> I can't say that I was around to attend, but we found some goodies as we've been digging through the old files, looking at the uh, programs and looking at some of the volunteers. Um, we do have some volunteers that have been, that are still continuing to help with the Fall Gala that were helping back in the original Fall Gala. So that's exciting. Kevin Stockard is one yes. of them that comes to mind. He was one of the original committee members, and he still brings us some some auction items and yeah. and uh, checks in. So I do remember that very first fall gala. Yes, Mike, please. Uh, Two thousand, and I was the MC of that one. If you can believe that, <laughs> I definitely can. I, I remember <laughs> back that far. It's and uh, you, you know we uh, it took place in half the dance floor at the old KC Club. And uh, we had uh, then the Father uh, Jim Broughton uh, in attendance, uh, and Sister Dorothy brought this idea uh, from uh, St. James Academy in a, from Jamestown uh, years and years ago. And so it's grown into uh, a phenomenal event. Uh, thanks be to God to all the loyal uh, patrons of Trinity High School and an outstanding development and uh, support staff at uh, Trinity 
Catholic schools. You know, Mike, um, I mean, we're speaking with, so, you know, Deanne is a director of mission advancement. Susie is an, an engaged volunteer. They're both moms in the system, but they're both alumni of the system, class of 1999. Both of them are. Susie, looking to you, can you, can you tell us, you know, what do you like now? You've been, you've been with this for so long and you've done, you spent hours on it, making it a good show. But when it comes to Saturday evening and, you know, to our listeners and maybe our first time attendees, what does the Fall Gala do for that, for the school, you know, for the four buildings? What is it, what do you like, what it, uh, can you talk to us a little bit about the impact it has on our school system, the Fall Gala? Sure. So, so there's lots of impact from, from the Fall Gala into our school system. You know, it starts very early on, the planning and the working together. So there's a lot of community building, which I always think is so much fun about volunteering is you get to engage with the community that you're involved with. And there's, you know, we get to know the other parents to, to get to plan this event. And then we come to the event. And then we get to engage and um, just be socialized with one another and have a little fun um, bidding, bidding each other up, perhaps, <laughs> and and raise the money for the school, and the students really can see the impact from that. Is we had a new religion curriculum um, placed because of this. Our teachers um, last year, our special fund was funded need was our teacher salaries, and so we were able to really start a nice um, uh, some structuring for our teacher teacher pay. And so you know, we have just such a great system, and this permeates throughout. You know, the fall gala benefits are not just in one section. It's throughout all the buildings, the teachers, the students, the parents. Um, and so it's, and then it's a night of fun for anyone who wants to come and just support the school. And so it, it really is an all-encompassing event that is just, gosh, been such a fun tradition to carry on. Susie, I'm so glad you said that. I think that's really important to emphasize that this Trinity Catholic Schools is four buildings, listeners, where four buildings uh, pre-K through 12 were just uh, over 700 students total and uh, mid-700s. I'll have to get the numbers later. Uh, but I, I want all of you to know that the full gala that night, uh, what comes from that really impacts every corner, dusty or not, of these of the school mm-hmm. system. And I think that's amazing, Susie, what you said about how from teachers to students to parents, these funding needs we do from teacher salaries uh, to buildings to religious curriculum. That is, of course, is a vested interest for RPR. Uh, Deanne, uh, in short, can you talk about, in short, can you, am I back? A little bit of a mic jump there. In short, can you talk to us about, uh, now I'm back. Sorry about that, listeners. Uh, it, it must be that dust. <laughs> uh, real quickly, Deanne, can you talk to us about what the night entails and then what's going to make year 20 really special? Well, we begin our evening with Holy Mass in the St. John Paul II Chapel here at Trinity Catholic Schools. Fantastic. And this year, Father Christian Smith is our new chaplain. He will be offering that Mass for um, the the many people that will be able to attend. So that's exciting, uh, a fresh new face in there. Absolutely. Then we move into a social where we've got um, different games and uh, other things that people can do, you know, looking at the auction items, preparing for the night, visiting with people at their table, uh, which leads us right into the dinner, 
which begins uh, around 6.30. And this year we have Father Dominic Bauck, the chaplain at the University of Mary and class of 2008 Titan. He will be coming back uh, and doing the MC or acting as the master of ceremonies for us, which is going to be great. And then we... um, we have a couple of unique little activities we do. A dessert dash is one of them with Father Hochalter. You'll be helping mm-hmm. us with that this year where people get to bid on their favorite dessert and hopefully win, win the best one out there. Uh, and the live auction, and then that's basically how the night runs. So lots of opportunities for people to, um, to connect with one another and um, just really be supportive towards the school. You know, Deanne, before you get into the the uniqueness of this, um, I think it's fantastic. Starting with Holy Mass, and then a social, and then the dinner actually with the silent auction time, and then moving into the live auction. It can be a rowdy group, uh, but but a, a fun group. What's going to be, and then Susie, I want your take too, but Deanne, talk to us about in the event planning. What is special about this year? You got 20 years, two decades of celebration, and dun, 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 COVID-19. So talk to us about that, Deanne, because I know you've made serious adjustments, uh, but you're smiling. She's smiling, folks. Yes, so the adjustments must have been positive. I'm smiling. Go yes. for it, Deanne. What's changing? Well, I don't know. I guess we maybe had some foresight long ago back at, after last year's event. We had already set up a uh, mobile bidding system that we were just, uh, we were a little hesitant back in October to to book that for this year, but thank goodness that we did because it has been wonderful for us and it's really helped us be able to continue those traditions while keeping people safe. Um, I think one of the biggest differences that we have is we're going to have fewer people here this year. We will be abiding by uh, our county, Stark County's color code, as well as our Titan Smart Plan, which is the school code that... um, you know, our board of directors and then our special task force we have at Trinity Catholic mm. Schools, they use um, a color-coded system and have been since uh, school began. Uh, our color is yellow. Um, we will be abiding within that. We have given guests numerous opportunities to social distance. For one, they can pick a table of four, a table of six, a table of eight. Interesting. So they can be... Um, you know, with a smaller group if need be. With the mobile bidding, they really don't have to leave their table if they don't want to. And then um, traditionally, we've used about two-thirds of our gym. Our gym seats about 2,350. And we, this year, are spreading it across the whole gym. So the tables will be further apart. Uh, There really should be ample opportunity for people to still participate, but remain safe and um, social distance. Thank you for that, Deanne. Susie, I appreciate that. Susie, in your, you know, with all these modifications following uh, Titan Smart, the school's systems reentry plan, uh, which aligns itself with North Dakota Restart um, from the North Dakota Department of Health and the Office of the Governor, uh, that, that vocabulary is very familiar to me. Susie, as a volunteer and, and, and even as mom, but, you know, in your planning, you know, you guys start this months ago. What change, have you seen it kind of, it seems like it's very conscience, what Deanne was saying in terms of the fruit of these conversations. It's very conscience on your guys' part to protect the safety and health of, of those that want to attend. Do you see that in the planning as well? Sure. Oh, my gosh, so much. And like Deanne had mentioned, that foresight of getting this online profile, well, everyone is able to register before they come. We don't have to have the long lines of people lining up to register. They'll have their bid number right on their on their phone when they come in. And, and like she said, 
They never have to get up from the table if they don't want to. They can sit at their table. Their food will be brought to them. Um, they'll have their bidding number. The silent auction items, yes, they'll be set out to look at if you want to, but you absolutely don't have to. There's beautiful pictures online so that everything is available online. So you can sit in your little pot or tables will be appropriately spaced. And, you know, that group of four to eight that you're sitting with, they can be the people in your pod that you're normally associating with. So we're not exposing you to any more than you have to be exposed to or than you choose to be exposed to. And Susie? so we, yes. Oh, no, you finish. Oh, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead and ask. I'm sorry for the interruption. I wanted no, to ask okay. you, I, both of you brought this up. Susie, what do you attribute the foresight to? Is it? I mean, it sounds like I know just working across the hallway and being in some of the report meetings as, as the principal here. Uh, what do you attribute that foresight to? The group of you that you're, you're very strong together and, you know, I think it's fantastic, first off, because I think the intuition is moving from fear and just canceling which I don't think is of God. I don't think it's, it's wise discernment. But it sounds like you and your group have really discerned this, have really thought it out, had the foresight. Where does that come from? Where does that energy come from? Sure. So um, like Deanne mentioned earlier, it, the, the online giving system was, was a decision earlier on just with how the world's transitioning and doing things online. Then we could allow people to bid from anywhere at any time. And um, in the event... You know, we've always had a certain number of people that were able to attend the event and thought, well, people could bid from home, even if even before we decided to, to limit our attendance this year. And so that was, you know, as a as a Titan family, you know, mm. and being Titan strong, we want to be together and, and especially in safe environments. And these are a lot of these people that are there are the people that we're with a lot of the time. And so we can still be in our pods and still be at this event supporting our, our school system. And so there, um, there is just so much good that can come out of this, and we can still keep it safe. And so that would be, you know, where, where I felt this is discernment laid in that we can still have this event in a very safe manner. I love that. I think you guys, you both, you're on point. It's great you're aligning yourself, being tight and strong and being tight and smart uh, in this season. Uh, Deanne, how do we get involved in a short, how do we get involved in this fall gala well the auction's open so (laughs) go to our website and click the big fall gala banner that's right on there and you can view the items that are there you can preview the uh, the live items actually if you want those you have to wait till saturday but the silent auction is all up and ready we do have a few tickets left i do anticipate will be sold out within a day or two um with limited attendance, you know, that there's not as much available. So if you are interested in going, please go to trinitycatholicschools.com, trinitycatholicschools.com, and on that site you can register for a ticket or to become a bidder. That's that's excellent. I'm going to say that again, trinitycatholicschools.com, or call Deanne's office, 701-483-6085 for more information. If you want to volunteer, help out, touch your phone, bid on an item, or show up. A uh, few tickets available. Friends, you're going to have a good time. The 20th Annual Trinity Catholic Schools Fall Gala this Saturday, October 17th, 2020. Susie, thank you for your time. Deanne, thank you for your time, not only this morning on, on air, but also on all the hours of preparation you have spent to making this event successful. Uh, happy, holy, and healthy. Thank you, Deanne. Thank you, Susie. Thank you. Thank you. Again, trinitycatholicschools.com. We're heading to break, folks, 701-483-6085 if you want more information on the Trinity Catholic Schools Fall Gala. We'll be back with Amy Julian of the Diocese of Rapid City after this soft break. 
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. We'll be right back. 